News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar, and your dating guru is the always fabulous Cheryl Besner. Cheryl, show number three. Yes, it is. Lucky number three. It is lucky number three, and it's leading right up to the holidays this weekend. Yes, uh, so we're in the middle of Easter, Passover, lots of family time this weekend, and uh, we're going to talk about how uh, how to basically sort of deal with all this family stuff while being single, while get, I know I'm going to have the conversation tonight. It's going to happen. No. And we're coming right at you yeah, with that as well, right? Up, up, it's going to happen. Uh, so when, well, you know, when it, are we going to meet her? Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to be very interesting because for you, it's at a completely different dynamic than it was for me. And I remember when I became single and I was attending my first holiday dinner and it was heart-wrenching. You know, my kids went off for the first time with their dad and got into the car and I'm standing at the window feeling a little bit alone at that point and experiencing all this new, you know, feeling and energy. Get to the house, say, okay, I've got this. I'm going to walk into this place like I own it and feel really confident. And you walk in and the first thing somebody says to you is, hi, happy Passover. So where are the kids? And you want to, like, commit Harry Carey. Like, I wanted to run off to the bathroom, take a knife, and start stabbing myself in the heart all over again. You know? So, you know, there's all different people that are going to be experiencing all different feelings when they are attending, you know, the holidays or a celebration alone. And, yeah, I'm sure you get... So where is she? <laughs> you you uh, wrote a good blog about this at solointhecity.tv. It's in the blog section. And uh, so you, you really apply some of your social networking skills to family, too, because I, don't, I, never, thought of it, I never thought of it that way. But it's true. You, you, I should be. I, I've got to be more prepared because I always sort of fumble when they ask, so are you dating anyone? Uh, when are we going to see her? You know, it's so I, I feel like I, I should have a, a, a bailout technique for 100%. when someone says that, yeah, you know, I'm still just single. Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, go with one of your icebreakers, and especially you, Dan. Like, you're so, you know, politically ready to rumble all the time, so I can't believe that you kind of take that stuff. I, I can't fight with family because the, <laughs> there's no fighting with my family. The Delmars are very strong-willed people, what can I say? So do the deflection thing, you know, that's, <laughs> again, your political background. You know, deflect, deflect. Like, you know, this is a great night. How about those, you know, Argonauts or whatever it is that you <laughs> want to throw out there? How about that local sports team? How about that local sports um, team? Should we get to uh, matchmaking? Well, we should get to matchmaking because coming up in the show is going to be Susan Alper from Susan Alper Connections. And uh, we're also going to touch base on the KISS calendar as well as Love Beats on the Street coming up. Mm-hmm. So Cheryl, our guest is coming up, but first uh, a little bit of Jewish geography, uh, a preview to our uh, our Love Beats on the Street. That's right, Love Beats on the Street. Jess Solomon hit the street this week asking people about going home for the holidays. And a little Jewish geography took place, and here's what they had to say. I'm Shelley Yaffe London, and Stephen's daughter, Jessica, 10 years ago or 9 years ago, where she was living in London. She was living in New York, and she came back to Montreal. After living in all the other cities, met her husband, her present husband, here in Montreal. So, so she had just met him just before the holidays, and when she told us at Passover that she met um, this nice guy, it turned out that I knew his family, and our, our families knew his family from way back, and I knew him personally. And it's true, this story, I'm not making it up. It's just so funny that she went away to school and worked and had statues in New York and met her soulmate here in Montreal. That all took place around Passover 2005, I think it was. 
And Cheryl, certainly a lot of uh, family members like to, uh, to do the matchmaking thing or suggest it, and we, we happen to have an expert today. We do, and if you don't want to be all by yourself anymore, you should be calling Susan Alper from Susan Alper Connections. Hi, Susan. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Hi Dan. Wel- Welcome to Solo in the City. Thank you. So, Susan, I just wanted to ask you, do you think, for instance, at this time of year when people are attending the holidays by themselves, is that something that kind of makes people want to pick up that phone and call a matchmaker and get busy dating? I don't think they do it before. It's right after the holidays usually it hits. Like, you know, for instance, if you you go to a family, everybody's questioning why you're alone, why you're alone. And then if someone brings up, well, why don't you call a matchmaker? Well, I'm not going to call a matchmaker because that's stigma again. But then someone says, well, you know, so-and-so met through her and give her a call meet with her i mean she could just give you some coaching you know there's i think that's what really hits people over the holidays it's not so much being alone it's the family people questioning you friends questioning you or not knowing where to go for the holidays if you don't have somewhere to go like so i think that really plays on it but it's it's after the holidays where people start calling more Okay, and, and I, as I don't know if you were hearing what I was saying before, but for me, it was a very traumatic thing, that first holiday. And, and it does get easier. And one of the things that I always tell people is take hold of your own personal life and the holidays. And for me, that means I went ahead and decided I'm going to make the holidays and I get to control the environment around me. Do you ever work with your, your clients and kind of coax them into creating their own space and their own energy for the holidays? Oh, absolutely. In coaching, that's one of the first things I try to teach people. It's not about looking to, to, for someone to save you. You have to be comfortable with yourself first. And those are the best relationships are the people that are comfortable with themselves first. They're not needy. You know, there's a difference between I want somebody or I need somebody. And when you're needy, you settle for anybody. So that's one of the first things I try to tell people when I start when I first meet with them. It's not necessarily just to meet somebody. It's to meet the right person, but you have to be comfortable in yourself. You have to know what you need. What does Dan need, do you think? Good question. <laughs> Probably a lot of things. <laughs> or you need a wingman at your dinner. That's uh, what you need. I'm, yeah, I'm going solo to my family dinners this uh, this time around, this weekend. Um, I, I, I assume I'm going to have to answer some questions, but you know, I'm kind of used to it at this point. But why? Why are you why are you settling? And I'm so used to this point. Why don't Why don't we do something together? Uh, we could. Ah, <laughs> I you... think I have a budding uh, relationship <laughs> happening here. Matchmaker I... versus single guy. Maybe uh, I'm kind of shy to do the online dating or matchmaking thing, but uh, I'm I'm willing to explore options. But what's the sh- okay? So the shyness is really why you're probably single. Uh, no, not really. It's a long story. I wrote about it in the Gazette. They all move away, basically, Susan. They, 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 <laughs> oh, no one wants to... No, no, many intelligent women have to leave Quebec, unfortunately. And, and this has happened like four times for me. So, this so is, you're meeting them at the airport or on the exactly. train station. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay we got to... Enjoy your career in <laughs> okay, real so city. Okay, so on Goodbye. Saturday night from now on, you're not hanging out at an airport or at a train station, gotcha. okay? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's a great place to meet people sometimes, okay? I can tell you that the bar at any airport, if you sit down, you meet travelers coming in and out... I meet people all the time there, and I could refer them to you. Yeah, but meeting anybody, see, that's that's where people make mistakes, okay? People say to me, I don't need a matchmaker. I meet people all the time. But who, who are you meeting? At airports, you're meeting married people. You're meeting people who do have somebody else. Yeah, they're sure they're having a conversation with you. It makes them feel good. But they're not going to be there the next day for you. So I think what, what people don't understand about um, hiring a matchmaker or knowing is, is that the matchmaker works with people who are serious. So, 100%. right. So 
I try to explain that to people. When people say, oh, but Susan, I, I meet, you know, I, I can meet a woman here and I can meet a man there. And I, for sure, everybody can meet, especially today. I mean, you have so many choices of how to meet. The, the thing is, what people do is, especially if they're lonely, and that's sort of key, a, a, a big key factor, okay? When you're lonely, you'll settle for anybody, okay? Hopefully not, but yes, well, you're you, right. Well, you will. A lot of times... More with Susan in just a second, Susan. We've got to take a break, but uh, we'll have uh, more talk on matchmaking, and uh, maybe she'll try to convince me as well. And we'll add to the conversation uh, our uh, bachelorette of the week. Norma will join us along with Susan. This is Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Give me your, give me your, give me your attention, baby. I got to tell you a little something about yourself. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City, your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Dan Delmar with your fashionista, your socialista, Cheryl Besner, of course. And Cheryl, we're talking about uh, home for the holidays, of course, a lot of pressure on single people, uh, whether it's over Passover or Easter, when you're meeting up with family and going in solo. So in studio, we have uh, matchmaker uh, Susan, uh, Susan Alper, and um, we have, of course, our bachelorette of the week, uh, Norma Delicio. Norma, welcome to Solo in the City. Hi, thank you. Norma, this is such a pleasure having you. You have this great energy and this great smile. I wish everybody could actually see Norma's smile right now, but it's going to come out right through the radio right now. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Cheryl. By the way, I'm very happy to be here. I, uh, I'm a big fan of yours, so oh, this you. comes across quite easily. Um, let's see. I'm 49 years old. I've been single and divorced the last five years. And I've had a lot of big learning curve over the last couple of years coming into my later 40s and being single and uh, trying to find out what I want as far as a relationship and love. And I know you love to dance. I do. You do love to dance. So I want to introduce you right now officially to Susan Alper. And I want to start off by saying one thing. I have only been done uh, matchmaking once. And that person was Susan Alper, connected me to somebody, and she hit the nail on the head the very first time. So kudos to you, Susan. And you. I love the fact that I'm putting the two of you together right now. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say, Susan. Well, you're back out there dating. Are you dating? Enjoying I try. It? Okay. Are you enjoying it? <laughs> are you enjoying it? Uh, some experiences more than others. Of course. I and how, how are you meeting them? I tried different mediums. Okay. So I tried online. Okay. I realized I did not communicate very well as far as I didn't really know who I was. So I didn't write enough of my profile. So I want to tell you, yes. you know that there's people who, for instance, Solo in the City, we help people write profiles and there's books that you can read about that. So you might want to even try online while well, you're on Solo in the City now, but you might want to just try to tweak it a bit. And ask Absolutely. Somebody I, like Susan I, I for ended help up getting that. off because I realized I didn't know how I wanted the world to uh, see me. Right. Well, because when you're writing, when someone asks you to write about yourself, I mean, obviously you're going to, it's hard to, it's, it's not hard to write about yourself. It's really to go to really know what you need. Want. Oh, no, what need. you want is easy. Okay. It's what you need. And that's where 
you know, I always tell people when you ask some, when someone comes to me, they'll tell me what they'll say, you know, this is what I want. And then, you know, after I, I speak with them and I take my time, it's not what you, it's, I understand what you want. It's, it's more what you need. And that's the success of, of my matchmaking is I get people what they need. So sometimes it's going outside your comfort zone, which sometimes for a lot of people, it's very scary. Okay. So I'll walk them through it. And, and I think and also it's important. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. That's, that's okay. I do think it's also interrupt, um, important to know your deal breaker. Do you have a deal breaker? Do you know something that's absolutely not in question, cannot be within a relationship for you? Yes, it's a man going through a midlife crisis. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> that's a whole can of worms. <laughs> no. Uh, for me, a uh, deal breaker... I really haven't thought about that. I'm pretty open-minded at this point. I realize that everything that I thought was what I wanted is no longer, so I'm much more open. So, so what is it that you want in a partner, do you think? I think I want a companion. I, at this point, I'm not looking for a marriage because I do have my children, so that segment is done in my life. I'm looking for someone to share and have experiences with and to grow old with and not be alone. Um, and to enjoy what this latter part of my life, not that I'm that old, but... Um, <laughs> no, you're not. No, I do want a companion. Okay, but you have to, you have to be careful when you, you put, the, put it out there that you want a companion, because if the right man is out there listening to you right now, and he doesn't want just a companion, he wants marriage. He wants a commitment. So you, you, you have to be careful what you say. It's every single word. You have to be very open-minded. When you're dating... Be really open-minded because I've had a lot of men come to me and say, I don't want a woman with kids. Absolutely not, especially if they're small. And I'm like, okay. So I start. And then all of a sudden, they'll tell me, oh, I met a girl last night and she has small kids. I'm like, but you didn't want small kids. I know that. So everybody has to be a little bit more open-minded. I agree. I think I would be ready okay. for marriage, but it wouldn't be for to have another child. Right. And that's as an Italian uh, marriage is equated with family. So I think it has to, a lot to do mentally with my upbringing and just my culture. Right. So I would be open to marry, let's say it was an American man. I would be open to Relocate. getting married because of a lot of logistics and maybe mm -hmm. even health reasons because you can never walk into a hospital room if you're not married. So. You know, you brought up the fact that you're Italian. I want to ask you, going home for the holidays, it's a big one coming up, and it's an Italian family. Do you suffer from any of the angst of, so, is there a man? I'm actually pretty lucky. My family is um, really supportive. Uh, I think it's actually self-imposed because I have 17 boy cousins, and they all married extremely well. So when I go to an event and there is family, then for me, it's more of an introspective of why didn't I get that? And uh, But otherwise, my family is just like, how are you doing? Everything's going well. And they, they see that I'm confident and I don't go around saying, hey, I need a, a boyfriend. So they don't bring it up. But I think... Um, you said something very important when you just said something, what you see in your family that everybody married well. well it's not too late. No. It's not too late for you. It's the second never. time around, you know now what you want. Yes. See, when you marry, and you probably got married very young. No. No? I did not. What's, well, what, I got uh, married at 41. Wow. 
Uh-huh. But I did have my first wow. child. Okay, out of wedlock from okay. an Italian family. This story unfolds. Okay, so if we're tell us more, Norma. No, no, no. <laughs> that went over really well yeah. with my Italian family. I had a child uh, young, and I did not get married. Okay, so okay. The Italian family had to do that, and then they had to deal with the divorce. And um, okay, so you're the so you're, you, you're the you're the rebel in the Italian community type of thing. I think my parents got the brunt of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody approaches me. Right. But I think they did get the brunt of it. And uh, it was a big learning curve for the family as well because we're really tight-knit. Okay. So um, so it's probably a lot when you go to a family dinner and you leave and it's uneventful. It's the family who goes, phew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They probably think, oh, no. Or no, or they probably go, oh, my God, she's so lucky. <laughs> she's so lucky. I've had so many of my friends say, wow, you know, when I was growing up, I've always fixed up everybody. I was, it was, I was always the matchmaker since I'm a young girl. All my friends are still married 25 years, 15 years, 14 years. And I never got married. So it didn't make sense. Like, what's wrong with you? I go, well, why? what's the thing wrong? You know, like, why does it make something wrong? Maybe that's not my choice. I think I'm, I, I think I'm a really unselfish person to see a gift in myself and want to use it towards others, but it didn't do anything for me. Now, you know, today they call me unique. That's it. Because you are today, unique. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Cheryl. You're welcome. <laughs> I take, I, it's a great compliment because I live, compliment. In my, I live and I walk in my own shoes and I don't, you know, I, it doesn't bother me if I don't have what someone else has because I think that's really okay. Because I, we're all here for a purpose and a reason, and I learned my gift. Um, probably, like I always knew I had this gift, but it came out about nine years ago. So, a lot of people are pretty happy. And there's another thing about matchmaking. I want to just say um, that people should know is if you ask anybody that's married through me today or dating through me, if they were put into a room, they would have never picked each other. So it's really important to understand that what you pick for yourself is not necessarily the right person. So sometimes we need help. I mean, we go into a store, we don't, you know. Well, Susan, I may need your help. Well, again, again, I, I hate the word help. Well, I, I, you know, people call me up. I need your help. No, no, you need my guidance. Let's yes. let's change that word. Guidance is guidance. The Hear my word. story. It's saying yeah. it's okay to be single. It's okay until you find the right person. That's right. And that's why I put the two of you at this table together today, because I thought you guys should meet. Yes. It's a very nice meeting. And you're right. There's a lot to be said about learning. And I'm open to learn. I think that's probably comes with age and experience. Um, There are some things that you said, you know, to be more open, um, to not feel badly about oneself, you know, because sometimes you keep doing... uh, Comparing Probably yourself. my well, my yourself. Yes, you don't have to compare. You, you don't have to nobody compare. Compa- you should never compare yourself to someone else's life because they're probably comparing themselves to someone else's life. So their life ain't as good as you think it is, right? So you know everybody should live in the moment, live with what you want, what feels right for you. And forty nine, you're just starting your life. Well, one of the things is also that I tell people, you know, as I was saying to Dan, deflect. And a little bit of that is, you know, we're single, we're having a family dinner. Let's focus on where we are right now and here. And the fact is, though, we are leading full lives and we're having a lot of fun in a lot of instances doing it. So, you know, think of this. Put yourself, you know, they always say, imagine somebody in their underwear. Put it the reverse. They might be looking at you going, wow, they're really having fun and they're doing all these diverse things. And it's not always about 
the couplehood and being married and being in a relationship. No, it, the worst thing is to be lonely in a relationship than be lonely by yourself. Susan uh, Alper yeah. from Susan Alper Connections. Thank you so much for stopping by, Susan. We'll have you back, I'm sure. And Norma Delicio. <laughs> uh, Norma, thanks for telling your story. And Thank uh, you. you can find Norma on solointhecity.tv in the dating section. Norma, best of luck. Uh, I'm sure it'll work out for you on Solo in the City. And thanks for stopping by. Thank you very much. And Cheryl, coming up, we'll switch gears and get to the roundtable. Uh, we'll talk to our panelists. We have uh, Jason Noel, fashionista, and... Uh, uh, Dale King. Dale King, dance instructor. So we're going to talk uh, about going home for the holidays and lots more single issues. This is Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Once again, I found myself on my own and going to my mother's annual turkey curry buffet. Every year she tries to fix me up with some bushy haired middle aged boar, and I feared this year would be. No exception. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar and Cheryl Besner, of course. Uh, it's time for our, our roundtable. Cheryl, very excited about this uh, new feature on Solo in the City. And uh, today we welcome uh, to the roundtable Dale King. She's a dance instructor, choreographer, and fashionista lifestyle guru from Instagram by Jason. Jason Noel. So Jason and Dale, welcome to Solo in the City. Hello. Hi, welcome. So today we're talking about going home for the holidays and all the different elements that play into it for singles and going home. Jason, what are you doing this holiday? Well, you know, I'm going to stay home because I'm single. So <laughs> oh, really? I'm no, no, going to no, watch you're... TV. Stop. You know what? You're now officially invited to my Pesach dinner, okay? Ooh, all right. That's going to be so much oh, fun. Cool. Nice. Okay, so I want to know something. Okay. You're coming over to my place? Great. What are you going to wear to like make them wow? Oh, my God. Um, well, I always say to people, dress like you're going on a first date, because I don't know who's your guest there. I might meet somebody amazing. So always dress like you're going on a first date. So I'll be wearing colors, because it's spring. It's been a long winter. People are done mm -hmm. with this weather. Mm -hmm. Wear colors, people. It's, it's the holidays. It's Easter. Go. Have fun. And what about you, Del? What are you doing this holiday? Well, it's at my it's my my family gets together at my mom's, and um, I'm the one that usually wear. I I make the turkey. I'm the official turkey maker since my mom doesn't like make the turkey, so I have to usually I do like a thirty pound turkey that I now have to get from my house into the car, to my mom's, and we all get together. You know, uh, all like we're about we're five and our sp well not me their spouses. <laughs> And my nieces and nephews, so it's it's a big gathering. It's a lot of fun. Plus, I also have students that live with me that are studying at Concordia, and I do a turkey for them at my house. So I'm I'm a cooking queen all weekend this weekend. So at your dinner table mm -hmm. for the holidays, you don't get into this whole thing because of all these different people that are at your place. You don't get into, so Dale, um, <laughs> really? Are you well, ever going to get married again? No, actually at my family, they're glad if I show up alone. It's like, who are you? <laughs> like, it's like, okay, Dale, like, like unless uh -huh. this is the man you're going to marry, we don't want to see him. And, and I, you know, and I, I can't blame them. 
And I, it doesn't bother me as much, but definitely it's like, um, Dale, you're, you are coming alone, aren't you? I go, yes, I'm coming alone. Don't worry. You know, I, I've had a couple of people I've brought, but then they haven't shown up again. So, you know. All right. So that's a whole different topic. Yeah, because, you yeah. know, it's one of the things that yeah. we can talk about on the show yeah. um, is about going home for the holiday and bringing somebody too fast into the yeah. family dynamic. And you know what? It can work bad both ways for the yeah. family as well as the date and mm -hmm. as well as your potential future with that person, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Jason, if we were going home for the holidays and we we're walking in and we are, you know, newly divorced 40-year-old woman, let's say, what is it that I can do with my attire that would take the attention off of the fact that I'm single and give them something to talk about this season? What's new and fabulous? Well, you know, I always say color, color, color. If you're a happy person and you're in a happy place, most likely you will go for that fuchsia dress with the, this beautiful like turquoise belt or something but if you're still like in that phase of your divorce where you feel very yucky you'll probably go for the black dress <laughs> go for the colors people want to see you have fun they want to see your like your energy shine so i mean it's colors it's all about colors and what about for a guy for a guy um i mean no jackets just a beautiful shirt with a nice print, beautiful tie. Girls want to see your tush a little bit. <laughs> the jacket kind of hides it if you're single. How do you think that about that, Dan? You're going to show off I, that tush? I always show off my tush. It's like, <laughs> you're a tush my... guy. Yeah, okay. Well, and I noticed it made you smile also talking about that tush thing, right? I, I listen, it's one of my best features. So. <laughs> and if you don't have a good tush, you have to buy one of those booty bumps, right? Oh my God. Yeah, mm -hmm. something, or just wear a potato sack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that kind of goes with Easter, the potato sack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is there a great outfit for a woman that she can go Easter hunting with? Oh God. Well, I mean, a very nice stretch <laughs> pair of leggings or a, a, a very tight fitted pair of jeans or something because you're going to look for these eggs i don't know where they're gonna hide it but uh you know backyard and the woods and stuff so flat heels mm -hmm. joining us in studio for the round table dale king dance instructor choreographer and jason noel fashionista and lifestyle guru from instagram by jason let me throw this out there guys um have you ever been to a family occasion um and uh, have felt the need to sort of um maybe stay in a relationship for a little longer to please the family or are continued on a dating because you, you just wanted the family to <laughs> ease up a little bit? Oh my goodness. Oh, you, you must be reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we knew you had a good story there. Oh my goodness. Tell the yeah. baby. Well, that kind of happened actually kind of this year. It was a very sweet man, very, very sweet man. And I was going in a, in a situation where I think this good and did bring them to the holidays and it was all cool and it was all great. And then, you know, I started to wane after the holidays and and I thought, oh, this is not working for me the way I want it to work. And, and my sister said, Dale, it's okay if you decide not to bring him back. It's okay. And I said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So been there. Yeah. Yeah. Any stories for you, Jason? Well, no. I've never felt that pressure. I'm, I'm always living the moment. And if I feel somebody is, is worth showing the family, I bring them. And no, I've never felt pressured. Mm. Well, I mean, he was definitely, like, I, I agree with you. You know, like, I... I like, I was glad he was there. No, don't get me wrong, because he is a very sweet man. It was just after everything. I, I I think we moved into this this thing too fast. That's what I really thought, and we talked about it, too. But my my sisters let me know it's okay if I let it go. Well, know. 
on a family dinner may not be the best scenario to bring somebody new into, you know, a dynamic, especially, yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but in my family, it's 40 people who mm-hmm. can sit down at a meal, and that can be very o- overwhelming for the person as well. Oh, yeah. please as start with one I person have... at the time, oh, like yeah. the brother and then the sister, and then, you Let know, Let me tell you the story about my brother bringing home, this was a long time ago, brought home, the, he's in CJ, no, universe, first year of university, brings home this young woman. And for the first time in my life, we're, I'm the oldest of five. This is at the holidays. And this woman walked in to see seven women staring her in the face. Okay? Four sisters, three aunts. Oh, but more than seven women. Four sisters just looking. And for the first time, I realized, oh, my God, I'm glad that wasn't me. So it, it was very overwhelming. And you're talking like some serious on-the-road black women here going, hey, what's up, girlfriend? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh, I, I, and yeah. I, I've met some of your family yeah, yeah, members, yeah, I can so, tell you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like special. Like it's the special. Spanish Inquisition. Or yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's got to be the ultimate worst experience when you think of even when we were kids and bringing home a date for the first time mm-hmm. i mean lining yeah. them up in front of your family but i mean right? the worst thing i think for me is to bring somebody home and that person being super shy and then you kind of have to take care of them throughout the whole dinner mm-hmm. like because it happened to me you know before but uh when you meet somebody that's outgoing and that's you know mm-hmm. asking questions to your family and mm-hmm. that you don't feel like you have to take care of yeah. them it's such a yeah. relief well it the, the, also too now i'm the oldest of five and we're four sisters and a brother okay and when you're as a sister bringing a man home is a lot different than a a brother bringing uh, a, like I say, a, a woman, a girl home. You know, there is a different dynamic. It's a very different story. Yeah, they story. all like have the questionnaire of yeah. like, bam, 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 yeah, bam, bam, and, you know? and it's like <laughs> we're bringing, because, you know, as the mom, the girls always bring the the husbands home. Like when my brother finally was engaged, and I remember that one year at Christmas, where's David? I went, oh, yeah, he's got a fiance. <laughs> okay. That's why he's not here. So that's the, that's the dynamics, you know? Well, I think that's part of the whole thing is that if we're doing it, we have to remember this mm-hmm. is a family holiday. And yep. that means family is going to be there and throwing somebody into it. Well, you know, you're going to have to take care of them. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you know, that's your, your obligation to that person, too, is to make them feel welcome. They are your guests. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it might be better off to hold off bringing that person to the dinner table. Uh, Dale King, dance instructor and choreographer, and Jason Noel. He's a fashionista and lifestyle guru from Instaglam by Jason. Uh, great panel. Dale, uh, Jason, thanks for stopping by that this evening. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It was great. And Cheryl, coming up, our KISS calendar, uh, your uh, hand-picked events for singles in the city in the next week. And uh, also, uh, we will have our the Love Beat on the Street, of course, with uh, Jess Solomon, a new feature on the program. She's a local comedian. She went out onto the streets to, fit, to find out uh, what you are, are thinking about the issue of the week. This is Solo in the City on Newstalk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Desner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800.
your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar and, of course, your dating guru, Cheryl Besner from SoloInTheCity.tv. And Cheryl, on the website, SoloInTheCityTV, we have the dating site, of course. We can meet people like Norma, who was on uh, early in the program. She seems awesome. She's awesome. Um, and uh, you can also find uh, the events section, the KISS calendar, Keep It Simply Social. Uh, and, uh, wow, you have, I didn't even know there was this many events in Montreal, but you have them all covered. And uh, let's let's run through a, a few, sh- shall we? Uh, first, um, there's one that will get you in shape, which seems kind of interesting. That's right. It's an eight-week program. It's with Montreal Singles, and they are hosting it every Sunday um, starting this week at 1 p.m., and it takes place at the Beaver Lake. So it's a matter of getting out there. As I said, get up, get out, get social, run around the pond, and um, maybe go for coffee afterwards. Afterwards, I want to also say Boda Boda. Great place. I love it. It's a spa floating down in the old port. They're doing a brunch package every Sunday. Um, oh, sorry, this Sunday and Monday. Both days are taking place from 11 to 1 p.m. You can go into the saunas, the water baths, the pools. It's all this multi-deck level place. The food is fantastic there. Um, they're also doing a unique egg hunt. So it's going to be this massive thing and they have around $2,000 in prizes. So, you know, this is not just a meeting place. It's a place where you can go by yourself, enjoy the serenity of the place. I love it there and I'll often go during the summer and just take a bed and lie out there on the, the patio that they have. Now, Sounds mon- like fun. Yeah, it is. And the other thing is for those of you who are Jewish out there and do not have a place to go this weekend, Montreal Jewish Singles is having a Pesa dinner. You can be amongst other friends on Thursday night. It's from 6.30 to 9.30. It's a potluck at Aguina's Grilled Cheese, which we've talked about before, right? That place where I wanted yeah. to take you once. Yeah. I, I'm all for grilled cheese, and uh, Aguina's is on Sherbrooke, Sherbrooke near Westmount. Westmount. Right yeah. on the corner of Vendome. It's a great little place, very, very casual. You go in there, and they can make you a grilled cheese like you've never seen before. They can put in every ingredient hmm. in there, and all different kinds of bread, even gluten-free, I think. Interesting. And, uh, and some then, speed dating, too. Uh, yeah. Elite speed dating, Friday night, 7.30, takes place at the Rouge Bar. They have two different groups there. It's for 25 to 35-year-olds and 36 to 45-year-olds. It's around 8 to 12 people per group. It works really, really great. And it's $25 a person. Last but not least, we have a special giveaway coming at you from Brasserie Centrale on Sherbrooke in Westmount. We have Paolo on the line. Paolo Oliveira is the owner of, uh, of Brasserie Centrale. Hi, Paolo. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Paolo. So, Oyster Night coming up. Yeah, Thursday night's Oyster Night at Paolo's. It's always fantastic, a great crowd. And, Paolo, you've even told me that on weekends um, that I haven't been there, that you do get a lot of singles showing up as well. Definitely, definitely. We've got uh, quite a few uh, single people that come around now. And it's the perfect environment for the, the restaurant, the way it's set up, the environment itself. It's just the perfect setup, the area. So, yes, we got quite a few of the... Uh, Wonderful single people, female, especially a lot of male as well, and it's uh, it's a great place to meet because I've I've witnessed already a few hookups here and it was fantastic, and they became regulars of mine, so it's good. Well, we discussed that actually last week. They were talking in New York City. The bartenders were saying that they can tell when people come in for well, in that case, it was a Tinder date. Can you tell? You've been in this business a long time. Can you tell when people are coming into your establishment for a first date? Well, yeah, it's very, very, well, it's easy well, because it's with years of experience I've been working at, in this kind of business. Uh, normally, a date, you notice, you notice right away, the ladies, at 90% of the time, the gentlemen are always in time. The ladies always come in fashionably late. So right away, you see, I see the interaction when they meet, because I know right away, okay, it's a date, it's their first date. 
And then it's wonderful because it all happens at the bar. Uh, I'd say 90% of the time they start at the bar and they finish at a table at the dining or they stay all night at the bar. So uh, definitely, yeah, you could say right away because men are, are mostly punctual when it comes to that because they're more excited. Or they want to have a good impression. Women, it's normal. You know, they want to make sure that they, they're on, the, on their 10 and, you know, they walk in. And it's like, you know, this right away when they look around in the dining room and they're looking for the gentleman. And it's the same thing for the reactions for the gentleman. When I see him in his face, he goes. So I know right away, this is the first date. Well, normally I do tell people on both sides when I'm working with um, my clients, be on time. Don't do the fashionably late thing. Well, I will say that your environment is fantastic. At night, you've got the candles going. You have the oyster bars, as we talked about. You know, it's a casual environment, so it really lends itself to getting to know each other. Now, you're offering a gift certificate, if I'm not mistaken, right? Exactly. For uh, $100, a gift certificate for uh, a couple who would like to come and just experience the, uh, the environment of Rafi Central. It would be my pleasure to uh, greet to you that evening and to make sure that everything is going to be impeccable. And most of all, you're going to have a fantastic time. So here's how, how to win the dinner for two at, uh, at Brasserie Centrale. Like Solo in the City on Facebook. You can check it out. You'll see Cheryl's picture there. And out of all the new likes uh, we receive in, uh, in the next few days, we'll post the winner on Tuesday and uh, you'll get dinner for two at, uh, at Brasserie Centrale. Paulo Oliveira from the Brasserie. Thanks very much, Paulo. Thank you so much and have yourself a great day. Wishing you all the best of luck. Thanks Thank very you. much. And uh, Cheryl, our theme today was going home for the holidays, and our comedian extraordinaire, Jess Solomon, hit the streets of Montreal for the love beats on the street to find out what people had to say about going home for the holidays. And here she is with what they had to say. Especially because home is Lebanon, so it's, it's far, far away, and I'm the eldest son, and at 35, to be single is fairly late. I got a lot of pressure because I got to carry on the family name. So uh, there's always kind of like a list of, of family friends that I'm supposed to see or call or contact. I just nod and smile at this point. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I just decided to stop going home. <laughs> yeah, I do get pressure. They actually try to set me up with uh, colleagues, uh, anyone that they possibly can find that would be around my age and ready to get married. They try to set me up with, even if it's not my type. <laughs> and they don't care. They just, by now I should be married with kids, so. Oh, I usually make big jokes about my dating stories, tell them what kind of people are out there, what kind of dates I've had. And then they sympathize with me and they say, it's okay, you're happy, that's all that matters. <laughs> but I think they, I'm an only child and they want grandchildren. I'll be like, mom, I, I kind of had a one night stand last night. And she'll be like, She'll be like, Sarah, did you use a condom? I'm like, yeah, of course. I, you know, I, I was safe. And she'll be like, oh, no, I'm never having grandchildren. Um, yeah, and over the holidays, I went to Florida with them. So it was, And it's just like me and my mom and my dad and the dog in a house that we rented. And yeah, it, there was no, no like trying to set me up with anybody because like everyone else is like 80 years old. So <laughs> I didn't have to worry about that. So Cheryl, uh, I think what we can learn is that there's maybe this, this hidden pressure when it comes to going home for the holidays and being single. And it, it does get to people sometimes. It does get to people. And you found out that everybody handles it differently and there are techniques. And if you want a few tips out there, you can go to solointhecity.tv, check out my blog, for this week and I gave four simple tips to help you through the holiday season. And I'm actually taking a couple with me to my dinners this weekend, so I appreciate it, Cheryl. <laughs> SoloInTheCity.tv is where you go. And next week on Solo in the City, Cook and Date. Lots of buzz about Cook and Date. Uh, we'll profile them, one of Montreal's leading activity-based matchmaking companies incorporating love of food and dating. And uh, don't forget, we're here Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on Newstalk Radio CJAD 800. Don't forget to visit SoloInTheCity.tv. And Cheryl, 
Have a great week. You too. Happy holidays. For tons of great dating and relationship info, go to solointhecity.tv. Oh, yeah.